Operational security, or OPSEC, is a highly debated topic in the preparedness community. So let's talk a little bit about it. Hey, I'm Todd with Ready Your Future, and this is another episode in the 25 articles that every prepper should read. If you're interested in seeing all those articles, then you can click on the link below to get a PDF where you can click on every single one of them. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into this article here. So this one comes to us from Ready For It All, and unfortunately, it is a website that is no longer around. However, because I have the link, I'm able to go to the Wayback Machine and I'm able to uh, pull it up for you. And there's other articles in the 25 articles that every prepper should read that are like that. So anyway, so this comes to us from Ready For It All. It's entitled OPSEC or Operational Security Paranoia or Just Common Sense. And really, I think the title really grabs the essence of this uh, topic because a lot of people will, you'll have debates on both sides. You'll have where it's like, oh my gosh, we can't let anything be known about any of our preparedness. We've got to make sure that uh, we don't talk about it. We're just your regular old Joe and we can't, uh, you know, we're not preppers. We don't have any supplies back uh, stored up or anything like that. And then you have the other side. It's just like, man, I'm just going to open it up to everybody, let everybody know. And, uh, you know, because it's good. People need to be prepared. I mean, how many of us talk about that? So uh, is it just is it paranoia or just common sense? So one of the things that he'll say is there is no right or wrong answer. Um, Let me read just a, a little bit here. The debate over OPSEC focuses mainly on whether or not it is a good idea to talk to people outside your home about preparedness. On one hand, you have the side that is very concerned about talking to outsiders about preparedness because they are worried about becoming a target after all. On the other end, the spectrum there are uh, the spectrum there are people that feel OPSEC is nothing more than paranoia and that we're doing a disservice to the preparedness community by not talking to anyone we possibly can care about who can care about prepping. So really that um, disservice would be not to the preparedness community because the preparedness community already knows about the need to be prepared. It would be the disservice to those out there who don't understand, who need uh, to know about preparedness or why they need to get prepared. Uh, to be honest, in this day and age, I think everyone understands that there is uh, it's common sense to be stocked up after going through what we've gone through the last couple of years and shortages and all the things that are out there and the mainstream media is talking about it. It's just common sense. The issue is that people aren't talking about it. So another side of this that I have heard other people say is like they're just not making an effort to get the word out there anymore because there's been plenty of information and if you are not willing to hear what is out there and make the decision for yourself and for your family to get prepared well then that's that's on you and so some people are like you know what i'm not trying to evangelize anymore about preparedness i'm just going to focus on what i can what i can do for myself for my family my friends and uh you know if you're in the preparedness community and you're out there creating content i'm going to keep sharing that for the preparedness community but not necessarily trying to get other people to prep. All right, so let's uh, continue on here. This is the take of the uh, the author. OPSEC is a real concern, but my main OPSEC concern are a lot more based in reality than SHTF fears. Most of the concerns people have with OPSEC and how they will become quote-unquote targets when the SHTF are, in my opinion, are a little over the top. 
I suppose it is possible that in the extremely unlikely event of a widespread SHTF end of the world disaster, that someone somewhere could potentially remember your offhand comment about stockpiling food. However, the chances of this are so remotely low that it really doesn't bother me personally. You know, in the past, there were people who like who had said, and this was I remember years ago, people talking about this in articles being written about people saying, you know, I'm just going to stock up on guns and I'm just going to make a list of all those people that are out there. So I think that probably lends itself to that. Um, I'll, I'll say that I was never one that shied away from it. You know, um, there's people who, who create content out there and they use uh, another name. I've always used my name. I've always kind of put it out there. I've let people that I work with know. I've shared that all out. And, uh, you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, part of that is my faith and just letting other people know that uh, I think it's important to do. All right, continuing on with this, uh, this article here. There's nothing wrong with being a little overly protective of your preps. One of the things that you need to uh, to remember is you don't need, talking about preparedness doesn't mean that you give everybody your inventory list. Talking about preparedness doesn't mean that, you know, like, hey, yeah, I've got some food stocked up and I've got some, you know, toilet paper, I've got hygiene products, I've got this, I've got that, I've got whatever, you know, for a blackout. But it doesn't mean to say like, hey, I've got, you know, two years worth or three years worth or or man, I'm ready for, you know, for it all to go up and, and I'm just going to go down to my shelter and live there for 10 years. That, that's you don't have to talk about that at all. That's not the that's not the, the issue here. Um, the issue is just talking about preparedness and helping others realize why it makes some common sense or why it makes sense to be able to do that. Again, depending on where you at and where you fall on the spectrum, um, you know, are you are you done with trying to get people to prep, especially after the kind of years that we have had? All right, a couple more things here that I want to point out. Uh, he says, personally, I think building networks of like-minded people is far more important than the extremely remote chance that someone could connect the dots about my food supplies if the world ends in disaster. And I think that's probably one of the things, uh, one of the sentences that I agree with more on this, uh, on, on the, in this article because I believe that that's the case. Uh, I was reading an article on the lone wolf prepper that that's pretty much gone. Everyone that's been dismissed. That's not the issue. Like when the poop hits the fan, you're not going to grab your backpack and your bug out bag and go out into the woods and, and, and live. Uh, that's pretty much been debunked. Everyone realizes that in a real emergency situation, you need people. You need a network. You need to be able to rely on people. So I think one of the most important uh, networks that you can have first would be your family. And I think that is should be, and you know what, uh, I've heard from a lot of other people who, who prep who say, you know, my family's not into it. They might not be into it, but when the poop really hits the fan, blood is thicker than water uh, for a lot of people. Now, that's not the case for everybody. That's not 100%, but family, usually you can depend on your family. So that should be one of the, the, the first networks, the biggest networks that you really try to hone in on and you try to really build up. The next one, at least for me, are people who believe the same way I believe, so in my faith. So imagine that you're in a group because the only thing that you have in common is preparedness, but then one person believes this, one person believes that, one person believes that, and as soon as that some hard decisions need to be made, everyone is is in a tizzy and everyone winds up going their separate ways because no one can, can uh, agree on the decisions that need to be made. As believers, you have 
um, you know, your faith in, in common. So that's one of the things that I believe would be really great to focus on. Those of you that are believers in your house of worship, um, you know, you have a, a small group Bible study or, you know, you have a, a, you know, other church members and maybe, you know, young adults, singles, whatever it might be, older, older, uh, older believers that y'all kind of hang out with that you can start to get to know. And really, you don't even really need to talk too much about preparedness. You can just really build that relationship with them, especially if they live close to you and you live, you know, you go to a church that is nearby. Um, you can really, uh, you know, you can depend on them if the poop hits the fan because they're going to live close to you. Um, I believe in this so much that I created a Bible study on this is preparedness biblical and basically it starts out talking about you know preparedness and I go through it's about six weeks worth of lessons and I really looked at it as a way where people could create a small group and you know small group resources if you've ever looked at those are pretty expensive and so you know you can go through like a six-week course and it could cost a couple of hundred dollars and then everybody's got to buy the books and all that kind of stuff well, I created one for, you know, really, really cheap. And the idea is to have a group, bring a group together, do a Bible study. Hey, I found this Bible study on, you know, is preparedness biblical? Let's go through this. And in that, in that six-week course, it brings up a lot of common sense. Not only do I give you videos, but I give you, you know, uh, you know, leader, uh, leader information, questions to ask, icebreakers. I really kind of lay it out, and you really don't even know need to know a lot about preparedness. You just need to kind of follow along and ask those questions and have that discussion. In that in that Bible study, you might find that there are people in there that agree and believe, and like, hey, you know, their eyes are open, and then you can kind of build off of that. At least you would know where people stand. I'm going to link to that in the description if you're interested i wrote i did a video on it not too long ago and uh, you can uh, you can click over there and check that one out so uh, moving on with this article here he talked about real world opsec right real world operational security so even though i definitely don't agree this is uh the article again even though i definitely don't agree with keeping a tight lid on your secret prepper identity i still think opsec is extremely important and is something that a lot of people both outside our community and in aren't talking seriously or aren't taking seriously below are some of my key areas of opsec in the real world so he talks about financial opsec and he talks about you know back in the day people used to not talk about how much money they made it wasn't it wasn't right to, to ask someone hey how much money do you make um, and so, you know, right now, though, he's saying like people flaunt how much money they have and all that kind of stuff. It's really smart to, um, you know, kind of let, you know, keep that on, on the back end and not really talk about your money or flaunt it or anything else like that, especially if we see the economy continuing to tank. Right. So this was written a while back, but it's one of the things as preppers, we've always considered the economy is out there and one of those serious things that we prep for. One of the other things that he says here is uh, online OPSEC. And so I'm going to just uh, read this out. He says, I see so many people debating OPSEC online these days, and yet half of the time when I go to the person's profile on something like Facebook, it's completely open for the world to see. It takes about 60 seconds to change your privacy settings on all social media sites to private. All right, so if, if you're on private, people can't find you, but I mean, at least you're on social media. Maybe you're on social media uh, because your your kids are on social media and you wanna see what they're doing or people share out pictures and all that different kinds of things. Let me handle another piece of the social media or online OPSEC that I wanna talk about. I see often people uh, displaying their hammers and nails. 
and sometimes they go to the hammer and nail range and they're showing everything that they own and i'm like that's probably not a good idea to share that out and so i know that i've had friends before that have done that on different social medias and i'm like hey maybe you shouldn't show those pictures and the responses are like no i'm okay i can handle myself blah 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 blah. i'm like whatever man all right and you know it's just i think it's smart to be careful about what you talk about online and what you show and the pictures and all those different kinds of things anyway so uh, that's my take on online security uh, but our online opsec but i think that um, you should look at your profile settings and things like that if that's something that you're that you're curious about one thing to understand here is if you're truly concerned about operational security and you're on the internet man there's just there's so much information out there about you already and so i just want to let people know that i mean we we worry so much about operational security and it's like the things that you do online the places that you go online there is there is a history of that so i just wanted to kind of throw that out there and that kind of freaks people out as well the last thing that he says is just home security opsec and basically this is just uh taking you know taking care of your home and making sure that uh, you're not advertising things that don't need to be advertised out there for people who are, you know, wanting to take advantage. You know, one of the things too that he mentions is, you know, the the decals on your on your car, right? Putting an NRA or putting uh, the the your how many kids you have or the names of your kids, and uh, you know, I have like a big Rottweiler dog or I don't have a dog or you know, all those different kinds of things on the back of your vehicle, and that's probably not smart to to, to do that. But anyway, operational security is, uh, you know, is, is one of those highly debated topics. And you really need to f figure out where you fall on the spe spectrum. But I do think it's one of those things is, is you need to be able to build that network. I believe that that is really important. And even if you're not talking about food storage and water in storage and all the other things that normally you would talk about preparedness is building relationships with people so that you can depend on each other if the poop hits the fan or when the poop hits the fan. Well, everyone, thanks for hanging out with me on this episode. I greatly appreciate it. We'll catch you next time. Peace.